Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in the world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? What will they do? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are back to another episode of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome to our own Faerun, everybody. Representing Neverwinter is Nikhil Chody Mella. Hi, I play Night. I messed up my own name. How do I do that? I get stage fright I every time. I play Roger. What? <laughs> we just round robin it. Uh, we are. I'm playing Magdor. You're playing <laughs> Roger. And uh, he's playing Vol. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> Alright, I had to stand up. Right? <laughs> Just be tall, tall, tall. Alright, sorry if that was. That was good. No, it's okay. It's All about beautiful. the RP. Um, Alright, uh, take two for the, the, the Goliath and action. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nugoni. And Vol doesn't have any time for any video, uh, witty phrases, so I'm just gonna pass it on. Close enough. And we have Brandon Thresher. Yeah, I am Magdor Bandiron, and he's only here to lend a hand. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's funny because he was armless at one point. Shut up, I love you, fuck off. And yours truly, <laughs> Tyler Vitito as Roger, the paranoid genius with the smoothed over penis. <laughs> and last, but certainly, <laughs> think, you think really struggling. <laughs> uh, let, I'm gonna say, just put cartoon and last there to make myself feel good <sighs> about it. Uh, and last, but certainly not least, is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. How are you doing, buddy? Yo, yo, yo. How are you guys doing? Yo, I'm great. I'm by good. the way. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I, thanks for saying. Yeah. I'm so. Agree. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, right, should have cool. taken care of that before, huh, yeah. Nick? Well, 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 you can't do that when you just wake up in time to do this. So, <laughs> who would just wake up in time just to do this? Yeah, I've been awake for that? at least thirty minutes. Same for sure. How long Definitely. ago was eight a.m.? Uh, I uh, I don't know. I can't. A while. <laughs> it's like too six much hours. Of a time difference. Six and a half hours. That. You say I, I I can't cankle? Is that a Canadian term? For I said cow? I can't calculate. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't calculate, eh? Eh. Nah, man. Wait. Canadian accent is beautiful. Yeah. You know what you need to do? You have recordings of Nick from months ago. You should see how his accent has evolved over time. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was near peak by the time uh, he joined the show. He was doing pretty damn good. Do you think by talking to us or me and uh, Cam, it, like evolved even further somehow, or possibly like? Or not evolved. Maybe since it, you know he was talking with more Americans, it devolved at this point. Probably from yeah. like started spelling things with less to... letters. And yo, yeah. <laughs> what's up, dog? Hello, fellow teenagers. Dude. You gotta chill, man. Dude, <laughs> on point. Fire. Yeah, All right, I, we played D and D last I week. I opened didn't we, garage guys? doors. Yeah, yeah, we did, and uh, we had a heck of an episode. I'd like to think last time. 
But, uh, for those who didn't listen to it, shame on you, you should. But, of course, maybe you did listen to it, but it's been, uh, you know, a whole minute or, you know, God forbid, a week. So, uh, I'd like to say we should do a recap. Yeah. So, everybody, uh, except for the Dungeon Master, because, uh, he doesn't, you know, he shouldn't be the one that has to do this. I think that's his privilege. Everybody should roll a d20, and, uh, we'll see, uh, whoever gets the highest roll... Oh gets to do the pod or the recap uh if, if you roll a natural one uh you automatically have to do it okay so okay so i rolled a five good. but i rolled it on my okay i i believe you okay what did you roll there he showed us oh, it's right there it's lovely oh sorry well, sorry uh, my bad my no i understand why you asked me that uh don't mind me <laughs> Wait, Brandon rolled a five. Nick rolled a six. So you got a, you have a, you have a twenty, you have a seventy-five percent chance of not doing this. It's nice because he's not in the thing, so he can't see that I rolled a fucking eighteen. Tyler okay. rolled a three. <laughs> it looks like it's Nick. <laughs> Wait, what did you roll? I, I rolled an eighteen. I rolled an eighteen. Can you verify? Rest of the party. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rolled that, an that's what he rolled. Uh, yes. An eighteen. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, so. I, I had the second to last worst roll, well, the third to last, if you count a natural one. I rolled the highest, which means I get to do the recap. <laughs> and Brandon rolled again just for shits and giggles on the roll 20 and rolled the natural one. But we're going to believe him and saying that his five counts. I believe uh, you, Dungeon Brandon. Master, you're really? What's your really got this? That's you. Wait, what's That's my you, ruling? Oh, since yeah, a natural was... one constitutes... The no, I, I'm saying he rolled in real life and he got a five, but he just rolled in real twenty with the rest of us again and got a nat it's one. It's like Should... it's like uh, you know, in D and D, you either need to choose on damage to round up or round down, but you just got to choose one always. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna leave this up to yeah, because if you do it, if if I if I want to choose to round up, I have to round up always for all the PCs and all the monsters and all of everyone. That way, at least it's consistent and nobody gets an advantage out of it. Or if you round down, so if it's nine damage but you have it, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like it's John Madden trying to uh, narrate a soccer game. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like. He's trying to go off to fly the sound professional, but like Brandon and I are like. So does he use the physical rule or the? So rule that's what I'm rule? saying is, what you need to do, Brandon, is tell me right now which one you're going to use. Always. Shit. So you're going to choose right now, but what you choose right now is the one. It's at the beginning of each session. So if like session oh, to man. session, you want to well, change it. I guess it. I'm rolling real dice right now. Hold on, let me grab right. the rest of them. There you go, All right, Tyler. So, start on that lore. He's rolling dice. Uh, <laughs> at least today, you guys. Yeah. So each each week, just choose what you want to do and stick with that for that episode. Cool. Okay. Uh, Glenn, just for shits and giggles, could you read off the the rules uh, for how we're going to do the recap from now on? Um, yeah, so I love I love this thing. Um, so it's apparently called the Bapperson Rules. Whoever rolls the highest uh, gets to do the recap. If you roll a natural 20, you get to choose who does the recap. Uh, and that can be yourself as well. Um, but if you roll a 1, you have to do the recap. Um, so from now on, uh, after we kind of give our little quick intros and stuff, we'll do that fun thing to decide... Uh, who gets to give the, int- or the the recap so that our audience can stay with us and 
we can continue to keep a consistent narrative for them. Uh, but hopefully it'll change. But, you know, I don't know. I love the idea that someone just is going to get, like, stuck with it every single week. If they, even what, though they like don't want somebody, to. Somebody, like, keeps getting that 19s every single time? <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I could see that. It could happen. All right. So, oh. previously... In- Sorry. Are you going to do this again? No, uh, sorry. I, I apologize. I, I didn't realize that natural I ones overrule katana. 20s. Uh, I, I sheathe the katana. I don't like that. I pull out the katana. I sheathe the katana. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> previously, in the last episode of uh, Casual Questmasters, as we're aptly called, uh, three heroes decided to meet up in the beach to Leviathan, which is a interesting sounding uh galleon tavern if you will uh, a ship turned business on land to serve to the locals of neverwinter a beautiful city that is off the swords coast i believe it is called sword coast yeah. uh thank you uh we are uh the three of us uh Jeez, I'm terrible at recaps. The three of us uh, were enjoying our drinks and uh, staring each other down when uh, suddenly a suspicious figure comes in cloaked in cloth despite no cold or rain. Uh, One of the characters uh, deduced that this is actually the big bad evil guy and prepared to attack him. However, uh, this was quickly extinguished and it was revealed that it is in fact a wood elf with business interest. As two of the three members are uh, professional escorters, if you want to call them that, uh, it seems <laughs> this person has taken an interest in our jobs. <laughs> what? You just called two of, two of you are escorts? You know what escorts is synony- synonymical for, right? Yes. It- <laughs> <laughs> and no wonder Eastern we're getting European paid so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Now I'm imagining fucking Magdor in a like a a fucking bikini and smoking a cigarette. Hey, it's like a plate man. You wanted me to move product or them thick hips. There's a reason his hand does. There's a reason Vol is called Nightwalker. Wait, if if Brandon uses his uh, crafted arms, if Magdor uses his crafted arm, is that a Dutch rudder at that point, or like how does that work here? Do we want to get into? Sa- it's a Anyways, touch. Never uh, mind. It was in that uh, moment speaking- that the Dungeons and Dragons campaign took a very different turn. <laughs> Everybody looked up and they saw that the uh, the uh, PG thirteen rating suddenly shifted towards an R, and I, they're starting to see a bit of an eight. 18 plus just hiding in the corner ready to strike at any moment uh speaking of strangers though uh this stranger took off the hood and revealed herself to be algira i believe is her name a wood elf who has in fact a business interest to have something safely transported by hookers i mean escorts uh to where she's uh, gonna be paying us very well through her mysterious benefactor who she refused to you know give any details whatsoever of uh from my point of view it was clearly suspicious but everybody said five gold deal uh after a long-winded uh moment of us uh shouting at each other to shut up a uh, bunch of alcohol a silence spell some mime acts and then more alcohol uh the deal was concluded that we were gonna help uh take protect product uh, as it continued east out of neverwinter towards the city of blank dungeon master could you uh, remind me what the name of the city is long saddle 
Long Saddle. And so we headed out the next morning after we uh, said our farewells, took some rest. Uh, as we headed out, we uh, started going down this uh, very, very rarely traveled pathway through the Never Winter Woods. Uh, we, we were, uh, I say this in quote, attacked by wolves, end quote. Uh, however, uh, our a very fanciful tactician, Vol, uh, did the ingenious plan of somehow stopping the entire caravan from the rear and then uh, did some kind of uh, very localized intimidation check, which uh, the wolves shit themselves and ran. Uh, it was very awkward. We uh, found ourselves uh, get closer to leveling up, which was interesting, and we uh, continued on. Uh, we worked into the night, camped out a little bit. The next morning, we were continuing on our way when uh, Roger suddenly almost fell into a pit trap. Uh, with his horrible uh, passive perception, he uh, nearly went in head first, but the horse saved him with a natural 20 on the dexterity throw. The horse did uh, some kind of Jackie Chan move to recover, and suddenly the entire caravan was ambushed with a rain of arrows and swinging not on vines but ropes as uh, the dungeon master had the retcon about 30 seconds after the whole event was described uh, we had the Wu Tarzan as I'm calling them we don't know who they are in fact but rather a bunch of bandits come swinging and ready to just loot us to pieces and that is where we are hell yeah we're about to get, get started with the fight I, I decided maybe I will use roll 20 for my stuff <laughs> Why? What's going on? <laughs> now that Tyler's already given his uh, entirety of the background, roll 20's not sounding like too bad of an idea to use. Oh, fuck! No, I'll stand you. by it. I've got my dice. You can't see them. I mean... Because it's an audio recording. But... There's two things. I, I gotta make a, a little concern about the whole physical dice thing is. Uh, the first one is, uh, please don't drop it on any hard surfaces. Like, you I've got, got like a, a dice soft, mat. uh... Can you hear this? You're beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, the second thing is, please don't lie. I won't. Uh, I believe you. I take D&D very seriously. I've killed a man for it once. I don't believe that, but I believe you take it seriously. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. Well, uh, Glenn, almighty ruler of fate, the show floor is yours. Take it away, my man. Alrighty. Awesome. So, uh, as we enter the scene, obviously... This clan has ambushed you, so everyone just go ahead and roll initiative as we begin our first, like, legit combat. CMQ, yeah. Casual Quest Masters. I got a 13. <clears throat> All right, 13 for Magdor. What about you, Bull? Uh, 18. 18, and Roger. I rolled an t- 8 total. 8? Awesome. So what I'm you not do very see, dexterous, but it's okay. So we're doing this all heavy theater of the mind. Um, for those of you that don't know what that means, that means we're just making sure um, that we're not using a, a battle map of any sort. So that allows us to keep combat moving and fluid and cinematic. And so basically we're going to just describe what you intend to do, not really thinking about distance, because if they are too far away, I will tell you. Um, so just try to think about uh, what it will look like in your head. And if we need to describe that specifically, we can to make sure that you have a more concrete idea. But more often than not, just describe narratively what you'd like to do. I will tell you 
generally what's happening, which currently what it is, is from each side, four bandits on each side are kind of swinging in and jumping out of the bushes. So we'll say on each side, there's like two swinging in and two jumping out of the bushes. So there's two on the ground and then two currently in the air looking like they're trying to like land on the wagons. Um, and let me roll initiative for them real fast. Do they look like they are uh, the kind of people that would be uh, swinging in with uh, swords and whatnot, or are they swinging in with bows and whatnot? Oh, yeah, well? short swords. Okay. Um, I'm fine with that, technically. Right. Also, say, I um, like the... Sorry, carry on, Taylor. Uh, no, I was just going to note... Wow, uh, exactly eight. That's uh, convenient for something. So thank you, Dungeon Master. <laughs> Try not to kill us, please. Oh, they're just bandits. That's not going to kill you. Yeah, I believe in you. Bandits. Y'all are strong. You'll be so, fine. So just, um, sorry, I blanked out. How many again? You said there were a couple eight. on eight. Eight total. Eight in total. How many on yeah, the ground? Yeah, four, four. Four, four? Okay. Four, four. And then on each side, there's two in the two. air swinging okay. in and then two on the ground. Very coordinated attack. Oh, yeah. They, they some serious yeah, bandits. This It's like, it's like they do this per profession, you know? Oh, I'm. I, it's Robin Hood and tights. Talking. <laughs> but Vol, uh, looks like you are the top of our initiative order, so you have our first action. Oh shit! Um, so assume, like, assuming we're still on our horses, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Rogers just avoided a thing. Uh, Magdor is probably still on the left side. Rogers mm -hmm. in the front. I'm at the back. Yep. Some you can our... see this whole scene happening in front of you. Um, I'm gonna go charging down the right side on my horse. Okay pull out a sword okay. and attack the first person uh, first bandit on the ground yeah sweet so about big 10 swing. feet away from you one that jumped out of the bushes um and your horse has a movement speed of 40 so you have no problem getting there with you know not even half of it yeah so go ahead and make an attack roll um, with okay. uh with uh whatever weapon you like to use um i will be <laughs> using my short sword uh hmm does a 10 hit uh, <laughs> no <laughs> okay yeah, he, he dexterously dodges out of the way, you know. As he's running in, he does one of those, like, backwards slides and then re-catches himself in the dirt to face you. Um, nice one, Vol. You hear from around a caravan. And I will let you know, too, these guys, like, I'm not going to give, like, like super descriptive decisions, you know, just to keep things moving. That was bandit number one that you were attacking. So just trying to remember okay. who you were attacking so I can keep track of hit points accurately. Um, I see a blue pin on his shirt. <laughs> would you would you allow me to to I don't I wouldn't have to do damage, but would you allow me to leap off my horse at this point? At the oh yeah, no, mounting or dismounting a horse is half of your movement. So technically, you haven't used any of your movement, only the horses. Okay. So you can absolutely hop off to face him and you know smack the horse and it'll peace out. You know, unless you want the horse to stay nearby. No, like I leap off the horse while it's still moving, position myself in between the two bandits. Awesome. And are yeah. you what? What's that sort of weapon are you wielding? A short sword. Just a single short sword or two yeah. short swords? No, just a single short sword. Okay, because everybody in uh, fifth edition has two weapon fighting. So if you're wielding two light weapons, then if you make an attack with the main hand, you can use your bonus action to do an offhand attack that doesn't include your modifier. So if you ever want to get another short sword, I do have two short swords, but this this round uh, only have the one drawn. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Vol uh, did you have anything else you wanted to do no. for your turn? Cool. 
So uh, the same, the I have these grouped a little so that they'll go a little quicker. Uh, but that one and uh, the one opposite are going to go. Two bandits are going to take their okay. turns. One of them, the the one that you had faced attacking you, attacks you with his scimitar in hand. I guess it's not a short sword, but it's basically the same thing. Rolling a uh, sixteen to hit. Yes. All right. All right. Take three <laughs> slashing damage as he. He counters as you come off the horse and just he nicks your arm a little bit. The other okay. one is going to uh, see, because Magdor, you were in the center, right? He's going to run up and like jump up at you and attack you with his sh- with his short sword as well. Uh, oh, crit fail. He falls down. He's prone on the ground. Uh, so the next attack made within five feet of him with a melee weapon will have advantage. So... Uh, he crit fails. And then another group are going. Uh, t- these are the two that were swinging in from that side. Um, so one of them is going to... Let's see who they go after. So one's going to go after Vol. Uh, the other one is going to go after Roger. Alright, for Vol, does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay. You take five slashing damage <laughs> as he hits you uh, flying okay. in from above. Are you still okay. conscious? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include something because I completely forgot about them. Uh, but the other one is going to attack you, Roger, <coughs> with a six to hit. Not so great. Um, and that is the end of their combat turns. And Magdor, it is your turn as you see Vol. Uh, you can hear Vol just getting... He's effectively getting, like, flanked right now as two of them are attacking him. One is hanging off the side of the caravan, you know, slicing can, at him. And the other one I is attacking him. Can I through the caravan? The yeah. Because I they're yeah. wagons. Yeah, they're wagons, but, like, you guys can see pretty much... Yeah. If I describe it, you can see it through the chaos of combat. All right. And you said... All right, so there's one prone near me mm-hmm. that was going after me. I'm going to trust that Vol is sturdy enough. And I'm going to take my Warhammer, and I use this as my example, and shove it into my iron hand and bring it down with both my hands and just fucking smash the guy on the ground. Awesome. Are you going to uh, get off your horse? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got. Off, I hopped off my horse. <laughs> okay, good. And I was then, like, narratively, I don't know how you're going to smash him when he's on uh, the ground I'm, when you're I'm on the back I'm jumping off the horse to okay, fucking cool. smash him. You use, are you going to uh, use that momentum to smash him down a little hard? Sure. I'll give you we'll a bonus, do it bonus all in one damage here. Bonus the damage. So if you hit, you're going to add an extra d6. Uh, 20. 20 at n- dirty 20 or nat 20? Yeah, dirty 20. Okay, yeah, you absolutely hit. So when you roll the weapon damage dice, just add a d6 to that, uh, representing the momentum falling and bringing that down on him. All right. And this will be bandit number three. So 12 damage. 12 damage. How do you Gallagher this guy with the hammer? Oh, he he's just in half. Toad. Just completely smashed your the middle hammer? section of his body. You can see his head and his feet on one side. He just smashed to the ground. So you, like, That's broke his horse. pelvis and oh, just he... squished him? Yeah, he's Yeah, done. his upper body, because he's not dead immediately, starts, like, climbing around. He's like, oh, oh! Just making a lot of noises. But you killed him. I mean, effectively, yeah. no one's going to save this guy. Good job. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it for me. All right, Roger, it's up to you, buddy. You got one guy attacking I, uh, you. I, I, I say two things. The first one is, uh, don't forget, we gotta keep them alive for the. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We don't have to keep them all alive. She also did say that we should try to, but she understands if we don't keep them alive. Uh, 
I look around, do I see anybody that uh, looks like they are uh, convincingly the leader of no. this group? Is there okay? So there's no all one of these guys like seem to be. Or anything? Yeah, no, there's no definitive leader. It looks like these guys uh, are well coordinated, but not being coordinated at the moment. All right, who can see me at the moment? Uh, currently, there is one person in melee combat trying to attack you with one of these scimitars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there are a, that's the only one that's focused you at the moment. Uh, but there are four that have yet to kind of engage. Only four of them have okay. engaged you yet. Uh, I am gonna attempt to uh, speak to the guard uh, as I get ready to ready up the spell and say, "Hey, what guard? Oh, like oh, the sorry, caravan, guard, uh, uh, the bandit." Oh, what are you gonna say to him? Just hey. Hey. <laughs> cool. He'll respond on his turn. <laughs> he'll spawn. Oh, okay. Cool. Because <laughs> technically, Maybe. all this is happening simultaneously. But I, I don't know. I like to do. I like to. Yeah. He he just like kind of like goes as he continues to try and like fight you. <laughs> He's confused. Okay. No, that. He's so that, confused. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I am gonna risk it for the biscuit, and I'm going to attack him with disadvantage with uh, my first level spell, chromatic orb. Why disadvantage? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, because I'm at point blank range, ah. I believe if I'm right, only with ranged weapons. If if ever I do anything, it's not going to make you have disadvantage on the spell attack. It might make them allow them. It might allow them to make an attack of opportunity because you're taking time to cast the spell in front of them. But since you're up on a horse, he can't do that right now. Now, okay. Now with ranged weapons, if you try to shoot within five feet, you do have disadvantage unless you have like the crossbow expert feet. But not. I don't do that for spells. Just so you know. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, uh, I got a natural one with my, uh, chromatic orb, so, uh, I kind of point at his face and I say, <laughs> uh, a bunch of smokers hits him in the face and I go, Oh, no. That is the excellent special effects that you'll see over at the uh, the Hemerson Theater over in Neverwinter. If you'd like to see more of this fantastic <laughs> stuff, come check us out. We play every Tuesday. <laughs> and he once again Central just time. looks very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anything else for you? Uh, let's see. If I were to move away, would he get an uh, opportunity attack on me or the horse? Uh, either or. Hmm. Because it's a creature, a non-friendly creature entering and and or just exiting your attack range. So you and the horse I'm are technically s- enemies. I am uh, going to smack the end of my horse and let him uh, act his own volition then, if you don't mind. Oh, so you're off? You're going to hop off the horse? Uh, no, I'm going to stay on the horse, but uh, I'm going to let it uh, decide how it goes. If Odds it takes off into the woods. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you know, let's make it even. I have no idea what's about to happen. I love it. Okay. Yeah, the the uh, horse does not run off into the woods, but stays where it is currently. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's my turn then. Okay. Um, now the other groups of bandits are going to go as they... Uh, I'm going to determine randomly who they will target. Um, I'm going to roll D8s for that, just so you guys are aware. Um, basically, I've assigned two numbers to each one of you, and then also the members of the caravan can be a char- targeted. Um, and there are four of them, so let's see where all the attacks go. So, two of them are going at Roger. <laughs> one's going at Magdor, one's going at Vol. So, Vol, you've got three people around you now. Roger, right. you've got three people around you now. <laughs> and Magdor, you have killed one, and another one has taken his place as he, like, as he steps on the throat of the guy that di- that was dying. He, like, 
just barely like narratively we'll say that he like steps on his back and puts a sword in his in into his like he kills him he puts right. him out of his misery not like meanly but he types steps in to take his place so vol let's go ahead and do this uh how is an eight on your ac not gonna hit okay uh oh i already rolled and i already told your result Technically, you're being flanked, and I do allow flanking rules, so next time I roll, it will be with advantage. Um, But, Roger, you are the benefactor of that failure, because now there's three guys around you, and they are... One flies in and just lands up next to the... uh, Next to the the guy on the top of the cart, sitting there. But it should be noted that members of the caravan are pulling out crossbows, and it looks like you're pretty quick. They're all going to try and take pot shots at these bandits that are attacking. Um... I gotta hit fucking Roger. <laughs> How's a 23 or 221? Well, let me check. Yeah, it hits. Okay. I hit it to check. <laughs> Three. Three damage as he uh, slices bloody. at you from behind. You're bloody? No, I hope not. Jesus. I was uh, like, I don't know. All right, and then the next attack. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. The fate has changed. <laughs> yeah, but I always do this thing, and it's the best, where I roll crits, which I just did, but then I roll really low on the numbers. So you take three slashing damage on a crit. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I'm bloody. There we go. You could have been dead. That could have been like 13 damage, which would have been nasty, but... That had yeah. that would have had to have been Max, you know. Um, but that's the end of the. Oh, Magdory, I've still got to attack you. Yeah, he did pop in there. Uh, how's a thirteen do on your armor class? It misses. Awesome. So it you know clinks off. Uh, that's the end of their turn, and now the caravan members. Because I said there was four carts, each one has a member with a crossbow that's going to take a shot at yet one of these uh, bandits um, using their crossbows the to attempt to knock squad. Thank God. Oh no, they were always a part of that equation. So. It looks like they are focusing all four of their shots um, on the members of the front that are surrounding uh, uh, Roger. So that's going to be four attacks against those three guys. So the first one is a... Yeah, that hits and deals. Nice. Okay. A little bit of damage. The second one hits again and kills him. All right. Uh, so they even need one- us. Oh, they need you. Because when you hit, you hit like you did, Magdor, and you squished their whole body. Um, now they're going to shoot at... There's one bandit down that was attacking you. This one misses, and the next one hits, dealing... Not as much, but still taking little bits down. So one of them goes down. Uh, so now you've only got two around you, Roger, one of which is wounded, the other one is not. Okay. And Vol, cool. you got three fully healthy dudes just... All around you, swinging away. Yeah. Um, and it is your turn. Back to the top. I'm going to swing again at um, the person who last attacked me, so I believe is the okay. the second flanker. Uh-huh. Um, let me... It's a 21 hit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, no way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'd four, be the worst. Four piercing damage. All right. So four piercing damage 14, right? on piercing bandit damage. number four. Okay. Did you want to have withdrawn your other short sword? Yeah, I uh, was going to say okay. I, I, I was going to draw my second short sword. And okay. would I still be able to make an attack as well with that mm-hmm. now? 
as a bonus action. Um, same, same. Ten. God damn it! Seven. Does a seven hit? No. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, it looks don't like forget. It's the end of roll. also don't forget, y'all. Y'all have inspiration points that you can be using at this point too. I'll save them for the dust saving throws. Okay. Um, <laughs> What, what do inspiration <laughs> points do again, specifically? Uh, you can choose to give yourself advantage on an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Now, and because, roll, though, too, yeah. because we're still, you know, getting used to this and getting in the swing of things, if on that last roll, if you want to use it, I'll let you use one of your inspiration points. Because normally you have to tell me before you roll, but I, okay. I'm totally, okay. like, we're I'm being forgiving because we're getting in the swing of things. I'm not going to be a dick about it. So when I rolled the one on the chromatic orb, you said hush, hush. But the moment he uh, misses on one of his two sword strikes, you're he's suddenly like, almost dead. That's I'm, the only reason. I'm almost dead. And you are a much more I'm experienced. At two health. But you're a much more experienced player, and they've targeted all the guys around you. <laughs> he's got no help back there, and you he's a newer player. Like? Favoritism. <laughs> no. You could say all four of the attacks going at the three guys around you instead of the other five bandits was favoritism. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> not, Do you want to use that inspiration? Nick? I'll I'll take a risk. Does a fourteen hit? A oh, fourteen does hit. Now the only difference on this yeah. offhand attack, since you don't have uh, the two weapon fighting, yeah. uh, means that you only roll the dice. You don't add any modifiers. Okay. So it's just uh, the dice roll. So that's a one d six. Give me one mm -hmm. minute. Okay. Five. Nice. Um, He's clinging to life. As you uh, you get an extra shot in there as he reels from your first attack. Okay, well, <laughs> I can't do much else, so uh, let's carry on. Alright, now we're on to, um, there's only one bandit left in that higher Medic. initiative order, and he was uh, the one that was wounded fighting against you, Roger. Um, but due to the attacks coming from the people around him, now, uh, he doesn't have advantage anymore because one of his allies went down, he got wounded, and uh, so that kind of ruined their flanking and their surprise and their ability to use that tactical advantage for themselves. Um, does a 10 hit? Wait, was that for me? Yeah, for you, Roger. Oh, shit. I was, for some reason, I was thinking it was for Volt. My bad. No. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Nope. Thank God. Awesome. Cool. So that's their Have advantage. Or that's I was their worried for Nick. It turns out I should be worried for myself. <laughs> well, now it's Nick's turn, and this guy he almost killed is going. And he has advantage. What is your armor class? Well, 14. 14. <laughs> I just want to pull this up here. This is with advantage. This is, uh, this is when you know the dice gods are on your side. All right, where's that four? That is a four and a one. So okay, I saw the eighteen. I will just, kind of yeah. Sorry, it's cocked, on it's the DM side. I'm just gonna tell you it doesn't hit. <laughs> Despite, we'll just say that it's. We'll chalk it up to the fact that this guy is like coughing up blood and almost dead he from swings your attack. His, he swings his sword and just bounces weakly off my chest. It doesn't even make. I was gonna say he impales the guy across from me. You Goku. I uh, bitch slapped him instinct. and he dies. His head falls, <laughs> flies off. <laughs> you dead. Wow, All right, work and with the, but the Magdor, sorcerer, that's weird. as Vol makes a comeback uh, in the fight in the back of the caravan, Magdor, it is your turn with uh, this one-on-one -on -one combat that you're engaged in. All right, so I, this guy is right next to me, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Oh goodness. Well, I, I've got to kill him. Uh, oh yeah. I got to go after him. There's nothing Remember, I can do. Where's my D20? There. Anything done is. with so, a melee weapon within five feet can be declared non-lethal. 
if you want to keep some of these guys alive. If you want to. Totally up to you. Do I have to keep them alive? Nope. Absolutely not. It just You just have to, when you're I mean, declaring... It's your choice, dude. If you hit, when you tell me the damage, you have to say, I would like to do eight non-lethal bludgeoning damage or whatever. Okay. Yeah, is that just, before I roll damage or no 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 okay. once you can you can hit them and roll the damage just let me know as a prerequisite to the damage that is not lethal okay but like for ranged attacks and spells they can they don't even have that option so all right well I still have my axe and my iron arm mm-hmm. so I'm gonna come and swing it across and down okay uh, towards his kneecaps all right 19 love it yeah that absolutely hits. Slicing to do math his now since I'm not a roll twenty. Weak leather <laughs> armor. So that's gonna be it's gonna be non-lethal. Okay. Whatever I roll, uh, four. So four. Oh, was it a four on the dice? No, two plus two. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so four damage as uh, this guy was previously unhurt, um, but yeah, now you cut through and just give him a nice little gash across his chest. Um, anything else for you? Uh, no, that'll be it. Yeah, because what class are you, Mangor? Cleric. You're a forge cleric. But you don't have any bonus action things you want to do? I don't have any. I don't really? Think. Okay. None for bo- I right. can cure wounds, but that's touch. I can't get near him. Yeah, and cure wounds is a full that's action, awesome. too. Yeah. 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 Oh, were you hoping he had healing words stocked or something? Yeah, well, healing words. Yeah, it's not a first level. Okay, is it a <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, nah, yeah healing words is great. Super, super, super broken. <laughs> But anyway, awesome. Great turn, Magdors. You slice into him. Uh, and now it is Roger's turn. Uh, Roger, uh, he's having cigarettes with uh, the Grim Reaper. The, you know, he has the door uh-huh. open, but he's not quite walking in just yet. He's just kind of hanging on the on the porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's having that Saving Private Ryan moment on the beach where like uh, the gun shell uh, shell shocked him. And he's just kind of looking around. Yeah, he is hurting. And... Uh, he kind of looks at one of the little days and says, I would run if you don't want uh, this to happen to you. And uh, I, I point at the uh, one that's damaged, and I'm going to burn my last spell slot and try again with Chromatic Orb. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be casting it as uh, fire damage, and that is going to be an 18. That absolutely gets him. Go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, 14 fire damage. Whoo! Uh, he turns the ash. I... Did a little bit more than I literally smoked. Well, no, I figuratively smoked him this yeah. time. You almost uh, did double his hit points remaining, so he's just a I stare ash. at the full health as I fucking torch this one right next to him, and I say, you're next, buddy. <laughs> awesome. All right. Like, Inspiration I, I, point. He doesn't know I'm out of, out of spell slots. <laughs> I mean, I he can fire both of them, yeah, I can say I, I'm trying to uh, intimidate him without actually doing an intimidation check. Oh yeah, cast inspiration spell. point. Okay, cool. I reward and, that role uh, play. Like, I'm on death's door, but <laughs> I'm gonna go out. Uh, well, you're gonna pull him in with you if you go. <laughs> awesome. Anything else? Uh, no. I'm uh, I'm making eye contact uh, with uh, this last guy, and you know, like, hey. Uh, no, uh, that's going to be it for my turn. Awesome. Great job, Roger. Uh, now the last uh, two groups of uh, uh, bandits are going to go ahead and go. One of which uh, had... Oh, wait, who dealt four damage? That was... I. That was Magdor. Okay. Yeah, so one of them is fighting you, Magdor. So we're going to have him roll. Nick, um, Nick dealt four as well. Yeah, I know. I had it, But he had attacked him twice. Oh. 
So, um, this guy rolled an 11 to hit. How's that doing on your armor class? Nope. Okay. Um, he misses once again as, uh, as you are winning this battle of blows between these two guys. Um, and now, Nick, you have two left around you or three? What did I say before? I have three, uh, two full health, bandit number and one, one. And then one, one super hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So here is super hurt guy. Let's see if uh, he wins this battle of attrition. Okay. I think that's a fail. Uh, that's a seven to hit. Fail. <laughs> All right. And the other two now are going okay. to make their yep. respective attacks. Ha! Oh, okay. That is a um, a seven as well and a okay. 15. Okay. Do, do either of those hit? Uh, seven misses, 15 hits. All right. Okay. Uh-oh. Four slashing Okay, I'm going to use uh, uh, my stone's endurance. Um, which okay. allows me to roll a d12 as a reaction to reduce any incoming damage. Um, Go ahead and do it. D12 plus uh, your level, right? Uh, d12 or is it plus, plus your con mod? my constitution modifier. Nice. Yeah. So that's a one, so hang on. A plus one to your constitution, I assume. Are you serious? Um, I rolled I, I rolled a total of 12. So Sweet. So you negate all the damage and you're still current damage. hit points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you, you hit, just, uh, yeah, he swings at you and then your that. skin literally hardens up in the area where where he hits and it chinks off as if it were hitting stone for a moment. Yeah, and then I look at him and tell him, what now, bitch? What now, bitch? <laughs> awesome. Oh, That's really cool. Uh, the last one is going to attack the full health one that was being stared down by Roger. Uh, kind of turns his head and looks a little crazy for a second and rolls a nine to hit. Uh, that does not hit. Awesome. Nice. Fuck that die. Keeps rolling We survived another round. You survive another round, and now the caravan is going to attempt to try and take advantage of the fact that they've all continued to fight you guys and not them, uh, so they can try and assist you from dying. Um, I'm so very... Uh, so, just to make sure I understand this, uh, his response was a, a very crazed head cock at me. Just to yes. make sure I get it. Like, okay, I just want to understand uh, the the mental well being of these uh, fair uh, adventures. Yeah, not all of them have seen off, but this one does. Um, okay, cool. And this one. <laughs> yeah, so that crazy one is going to get a shot from the, the the homie nearby you on the, from the caravan, um, and they roll a fifteen to hit. That hits, dealing some damage. Um, Miss- <laughs> Where did it hit him? I hit him in the shoulder, and he goes, nah! and just growls out at him. Um, and um, the other two are going to target uh, the one that Magdor the is. The one that Magdor is fighting. The one that Magdor is fighting. Magdor, one of the... Wow, okay. Uh, one of them misses, and because of his dodge, uh, the other one hits him right in the neck. Uh, killing him. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Crit. Yeah, I'm. When minions take the tower. <laughs> uh, you guys have actually dealt more damage than they have, weirdly enough, still. Um, but they remember they are also like, I'm rolling really bad as the bandits and really well as the caravan. So this is boating awesome for you at this point. Oh darn! Oh darn! Oh no! And then the last one is going to target um, our stony friend in the back. Uh, the one, one of the ones around you, not you yourself. Yeah, um, that'd be disappointing to be betrayed like yeah. that. <laughs> I killed my friend, and 
the one that was nearly dead that you can kind of face and off against uh, gets hit uh, in the side of his stomach and he finally recoils and falls to the ground uh, dead. Taking exactly two damage, which is how many hit points he had. <laughs> I rolled minimum damage, but he was really hurt. <laughs> uh, so now, let's just recount. Uh, Magdor, the guy by you is dead. Um, so there is just uh, one that's crazy fighting Roger in the front and two fully health ones in the back fighting Vol. He's trying to sell me fireworks right now. Hey, I'm crazy damn with the series of sparklers. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for $5. So now we're back to the top, Vol. As you've seen uh, the first person around you go down, but you're seeing that this fight is kind of settling as the caravan members are helping to dispatch these bandits around you. Um, I ignored... Basically now... Vol is going to target the one that tried to get the killing blow on him that I had to use my stun mm-hmm. endurance on. So that was what, Bandit 1? Or it was the uh, other Yeah, one of the healthy ones. Yeah. Alright, one of the healthy ones. I'm just going to stare him down <laughs> uh, both my sword, like both swords in hand and do kind of like a cross slash. So using my action and bonus action. Okay, if you want to uh, roll 2d20s at once, if you can. I mean, you can do both at the same time. X-Scissor. 13. 13 hits. 4 piercing damage. Cool. Um, and then we'll do another one. 24. Absolutely hits. And then this one will use no modifier. Yeah. If this is the bonus action one, yeah? Five damage. So you're off him. Wow. Also. That's great. You just said you, you did the cross slash, but you said it was piercing damage. Was it this or, no, like an or X. this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, X gonna give it to you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great. So this one is once again after a furious flurry from our our, our, our Goliath Ranger is narrowly holding on to, um, you know, it's like he's not on Death's Door, but he's definitely in the neighborhood. So anything else for you, Vol? Um, I mean, for flavor, I just stare him down. Like I basically am towering over him. Like oh yeah, try to kill me. But what? How tall are you? Fuck, uh, seven two, seven eight. Yeah. Well taller than average five yeah. foot nine. That's man. half a foot difference. I was gonna say, pick one. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seven two. I'm seven eight. <laughs> <laughs> so the good thing is that you guys have actually taken care of the bandits that had the higher initiative modifiers. So immediately after Vol now is Ma- Magdor. All right, it means you three so actually have the go. top I'm three initiatives. I'm gonna turn around and see that uh, Vol is just fucking slash this guy. Okay, and I'm gonna kind of walk up towards him slow you know don't need to waste my time i'm gonna reach up and grab the first thing i can grab on him i'm gonna do cure wounds okay um and the beauty of this too is now uh with the flanking rules as they're written basically if somebody if if you were on a on a, a battle grid if you could draw a line from one character square to the other and it would go through the enemies at square it would give you advantage on the rolls what i do is if there is an ally within five feet of the person that would be flanked and their numbers are equal to those who are flanking, then that flanking is negated. So you being okay. there actually like messed with their attack rules. So when they attack, they will not attack with advantage anymore because he is no longer by himself. All right. And I'm going to heal him. Awesome. Send that healing juices up his whatever's closest for me to grab. It's like his knee. I think I can <laughs> grab a little higher than that. Uh, oh, Ooh, no. Hector. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, in the day for this. There's only a few things Please, that, that are a little higher than that. Is my father's name. Well, he's facing away from me, so we'll just yes. leave that to the imagination. Just his left butt cheek. And I rolled a one, so that's uh, four healing. 
Hey, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you feel like a warm sensation on your butt and feel a little more vitalitous. Yay. Cool. Bolt <laughs> okay. says that. Yay. Bolt <laughs> <laughs> just goes yay. <laughs> awesome. Anything else for you, Magnor? Um, I yell over to Roger, says, I'll be over to you two in a second, boy. Just hold on. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Oh God, there's great two job, Magdor. Um, I'm going to give you the inspiration point for doing something that sucks because it was in character and it was necessary, but you didn't get to make an attack, and I know that you wanted to. So, inspiration point. Um, Roger, you're That's up three. next. Yeah, man. Uh, before it was Saving Private Ryan on the uh, the beach, shell shocked and all that. Uh, in his mind, everything just turned black and white as he imagines himself in like a, a New York a 1920s-style suit, fedora and all that stuff, and he goes... Like noir stuff? You know, he takes a puff of his... Like, this is all in his head, and he's like, well, can't run away, can I? Because I know you'll try to shank me. Tell you what, you run, I run. And uh, it, does he say anything to this? Oh yeah, he's still fucking crazy. He turns his it's head like, yeah, and, uh, and like acts like he, it's as if he hears you and understands you, but has no intention of moving before he kills you. Absolutely, I turn that imaginary cigarette into a fireball and I shoot at it. Yeah. Well, let's see if it hits first. Well, does a twenty-three hit? Ask him for a friend. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's gonna hit for a majestic. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Is it a one? Uh, it's a three. Oh, hey, that's not bad. I, I throw the cigarette and uh, this fireball just hits him right There's off. There's ashes on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, you know these things uh, drop everywhere. You know, littering's cool, right? Right, totally, totally. Holy shit, you understand me now. We're totally yeah. connected. We're like brothers. <laughs> okay, Join me, and we'll fight together. Who's the crazy one now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I can say. Some guy who's thinking of a non-existent uh, fantasy land is trying to communicate with the one that's just not talking. It's like, I don't know. I think we're both crazy. It's just I'm talking more at this point. <laughs> but he responded. We made a connection, and I, you know, I kind of look at him. It's like, did I meet you on Tinder? Uh, don't you mean Grinder? <laughs> Grinder. Okay. No, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Nick, I can be whatever I want to be. So it's like, I mean. If you can't handle me at my Roger, then you can't handle me at my Roger. Uh, that's my turn. I was not going to finish this. <laughs> okay. All right. So it is the, uh, the, the the remaining bandits' turns as two of them are uh, still flanking, but they do not gain the advantages because Magdor is between. Um, and they're going to choose their targets based on who is in front of them. And I want odds or evens from uh, Magdor and Vol. That's determining where choose. the two attacks are going. Odds. Odds? Both of them are going Never to Magdor. the odds. All right, Magdor. How is a 13? Miss. 14? Miss. Both attacks miss. Uh, and the last one comes in from Mr. Crazy Pants Bananagram uh, on Roger. I would like to use Unsettling Visage. Great. I am going to show tentacles shooting out of my face at him. Blah. Great. Uh, has an 8. I'll show him. Uh, that misses. Uh, yep. He he goes crazy. You know, he's like, eh, I'm crazy. And I'm like, you think you're crazy? And he just sees like my flesh turn like turn into like miniature octopus tentacles shooting out towards him. And uh, I'm assuming 
I I done out crazy him in this uh depiction here. Within question. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna let it. No, I'm I'm gonna let it fly because I like the aesthetic. But technically, all unsettling visages is you show him your changeling form. So is your changeling form octopus face? Uh, (laughs) It is now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to uh, retcon some of the stuff I just said. I was like, that's a pretty scary these base form. Do you fear death? Do you fear death? Now, all that being said, the aesthetic of it's fine. Uh, I'll show him my natural form, but instead of it being a bunch of tentacle faces, it's a Windows Movie Maker transition tentacle that reveals my face from the skin. So it's okay. just my skin kind of splits apart to, for a second to show my real face. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, he rolled an eight. He missed. That's all fucking matters. Absolutely. He rolled, he rolled bad. And, and he looks, ah! And he grunts at you a little bit. Um, I grunt back at him more seductively. <laughs> um, and at that point, though, I'm going to. Yeah, he's still going to stick around. He looks around and like looks as if he might flee for a moment. Um, but oh, then now he, he wants then to he... run. Yeah, you just showed him. You're a changeling, man. Those things are freaky looking to the common folk. I thought I was good up there, but that there's, a, there's a reason why you can he use your reaction dog. to give somebody disadvantage on their attack roll because <laughs> it's freaky. You know, like you oh, don't. Yeah. I, I'm you not know. arguing. I just thought it was funny. It's like a a blind Lord Voldemort with big old bad eyes or something. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's okay. the end of their turn, and we're back to the caravan. And at this point, the horses are starting to freak out as they're starting to feel the combat around them. So I'm gonna have them roll to maintain control of the horses. And actually, uh, they all do one narrowly. The one in the the third. The third uh, cart almost starts to freak out, but then he he like actually hops off of the the seat and then gets down on the horse and starts like taking care of it and making sure that it's calmed. And he's like, "You guys need to take care of this now." Um, and we're back to the top with Vol. Um, so I I'm I'm still staring down the one who's who's you know in Death's neighborhood, and then I've oh, got yeah. one to my back, uh, another uh-huh. bandit, uh, with my main hand. I'm gonna swing around to the one behind me. Mm-hmm. Does eleven Oof. hit? Uh, narrowly misses. Damn. It. Um, I I finish the swing and then with the short sword in my offhand, I take a stab at the the one I uh, wounded. Okay. Does a six hit? Six does not. Alright. <laughs> That's a nat one, everybody. Oh, oh, it was a crit fail. Yeah. Very different than a than a six. So technically, a one is a one. A one misses if they have a a two AC. So, but yeah, a twenty no, also hits one, if yeah. they have a twenty thousand AC. So yeah, okay. So yeah, you miss. Um, and as you it's as you extend your hand out because you were trying to like finish him off while starting on the other guy it feels like as far as the combat yeah, yeah, goes yeah. the flow of the flow of combat um but since you were more focused on the first attack with your main hand um you accidentally hit part of the wagon with your knife or uh, with your short with your sword and drop it okay uh yeah do I get inspiration for screwing him over <laughs> 
don't, please, don't, please don't. Please well, don't, no, I mean, I part, but part of that, that. Yeah. part of that I mean, is also gonna... I, di I didn't understand, like, I'm still getting used to it. Like, I didn't realize it was the one without the modifier, so. Yeah, I figured as Would much. Would you like to, uh, since you're being totally fair with him this entire fight, uh, since I rolled the one earlier with my uh, chromatic orb, uh, would you like me to shoot it at one of the horses or something no. instead then? No, okay. it, I, the, okay. the, I tend to make crit fails things that are not like heavily detrimental. It's like you trip, you drop your weapon. It's not like your spell explodes and hits somebody else. Now, sometimes depending on the circumstance, like if you attack an enemy like with a spell that's really close to an ally if if the circumstances dictate a critical fail hitting your ally sure you know but like there was no allies close to you when you were fighting that guy so i'm not going to penalize it that way you know what i mean thank you yeah it's all going to depend on the scene so we'll try to keep it very narrative um so you just gotta just remember though i'm your friend I might be trying to kill you, but I'm also trying to tell a story collectively with all of you. So if it sucks, it's going to suck so that it can get better. Fair? He just doesn't want us to unsub. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, That's fair. Wait, who was That's loud? Fair. Who just went? That was me, uh, Vol. That was, that was Vol. Okay, awesome. But Vol, you drop your weapon. Now, yeah. your turn is not over. Um, like I said... The things that happen are just not... They're just kind of sucky. So right. if you want to pick it back up right now, you can. It doesn't end your turn. No, no. We'll let it go. Okay. Yeah. You let the narrative happen. All right. Yeah. Uh, inspiration point. Uh, Magdor, your turn. Did you have something you wanted to say, Tyler, before I start this? No. no. All right. I, I interrupted. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to turn and look at Vol. Say, hey, watch where you're swinging that thing. And then I'm going to come <laughs> As I around. I look down to the four foot something before me sure okay <laughs> watch me <laughs> swing at that thing boy just don't swing under my hip and i'll be fine <laughs> i <laughs> can i feel it the sword just grazing the top of my hair yeah i gave you a little bit of a little bit of a trim yeah a buzz cut um, he's got the monk look now <laughs> so i'm assuming since the guys attacked me and he attacked them we're kind of like all in this mosh yeah, pit style this thing fray. All right. Would I be able to swing my warhammer and hit multiple people for yeah. disadvantage? No. Okay, I wasn't sure. No, like uh, I think there is uh, cleave rules. Yeah, there's that sort of thing. I think that may be a feature. Yeah, that's a ranger feature actually. Okay. Uh, that rangers can get. So I don't want to give class features away for free. No, no, so. no. It's fine. That's I, I did. I didn't know. I yeah. Just... No, you're fine. You're absolutely so fine. I'm gonna look at the one that's uh, injured. Okay. And. Uh, again, I'm going to go for his kneecaps, try to do some non-lethal damage. Okay. And... I uh, definitely didn't hit him. Uh, a seven. Seven misses. Man. Whew, I thought we were finishing off this fight in a hot minute. It doesn't miss Beast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else for you, Magnar? Um... Oh. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. You do have three inspiration points. You can give yourself another action. I don't, I don't need it now. I'm going to okay. save it till after we kill the final boss. Okay, and, you know. I'm going to let you know. This is something that I want to say before this, just so you understand. I don't reset inspiration points between sessions, but I do reset them on long rests. So the inspirations we would have gotten from the tavern would have been long gone. And the oh, one yeah. time that Brandon sat short in the camera was for not, because we didn't have a bar fight. <laughs> yeah. 
So technically, okay. yeah, I'm gonna allow any any inspiration points you currently have. Don't worry about it. Whether or not you took a long rest between them, but like if you guys finish this fight and get to a long rest, all three of those inspiration points reset. All right, I'll just I'll, I'll use it now then, and okay, I'll come I'll come back through and try to do a reverse swing. Love it, big and, old bonky uh, boy. That's what I the, have. The famous well. reverse swing, uh, also 17. known as uh, hits R and B. All right. And then that's, I'm still, I, oh, I, I forgot to mention too, since I cured him earlier, it was one hand swing, so a little bit less damage, but incapacitating as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at you, Brandon. I'm so proud of you. Uh, and it still did eight damage or seven damage. Sorry. Yeah. So you, uh, pop him super hard. Uh, we'll say the first attack hit, but it didn't do any damage. So you hit his knees and that brought his head down lower and as you rotated the hammer back, or you were Warhammer, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? You bring the Warhammer back as his body kind of like turns to the side and you just bop him on the side of the head and he falls to the ground unconscious. Because two of them are unconscious now. Yeah. Okay, that's it anything else? I'm good. And now, technically, if you wanted to slide around this last remaining guy, you could give Vol advantage on his next attack. Because then you would be flanking. I mean, does he need it? Um, I don't know. He's missed, uh, he's missed what, two <laughs> attacks? At least two attacks in a row. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'm okay. not on Dad's door. I, I'll remember for next time, but for this okay. time, I'll, I'll stay where I'm at. Okay. Awesome. All right, great job, Magdor. Uh, Roger, you're up. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm I'm still uh, bleeding out here. Uh, I'm trying to outdo this uh, this fine gentleman. Outcrazy uh, him. <laughs> yeah, like at this point, it's like I, I want to show the team that I can show them that I am capable of handling things on my own, or at least I can do as much you know with the team. And not being somebody that's falling behind and, you know, stopping the threat. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm huffing, I'm heaving. I, I I got fire, you know, trying to shoot at my uh, fingertips. And I'm like, oh, you poor fool, Kakarot. And I'm going to try to point at him and cast, uh, hopefully, one last firebolt. And let's see. And uh, I am uh, going to use my inspiration for this. Okay. So I'm going to roll with advantage, and yes. that's going to be great because that's going to be a nat 20. Boom. Go ahead and roll double uh, damage dice. Thank you. I was worried you are going to tell me, it's a 17, by the way, uh, that you are going to tell me that you know he's dead. It's like, I know, but let me say the damage. Let me say what I do. Oh, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he's this. dead or not. Cause just because uh, spe- spells have like you know modifiers usually, so you're just rolling dice. Yeah, it could be you could two, roll two. For, yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> so how much damage was it? Uh, seventeen fire damage. Holy shit! Uh, Incinerated. I, I, yeah, it does a a ten and then a seven. Like this. Yeah. Who mercy? Uh, who needs favored by the gods when you got hits like these? Uh, I like I sense an extra surge of magic as I tried to you know I. I'm mad. Like, my character personally is mad, and obviously he did try to do a Vegeta quote, and he sees the surge of extra power coming from within himself, and he goes, Welcome to Roger's Big Big Attack! And, uh, it just... It's not a cigarette. It's a full-on fat stogie that just hits him in the face. And, um... I mean, 
It did more damage than my chromatic orb. I'm pretty sure it turned him to ashes. Oh, fire consumes him, and uh, the ashes uh, are significantly smaller. Before there was bones, now there are no bones. Bones burnt. You can still oh, hear him laughing in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep soundly every night. Okay. Oh, like, uh, I got one eye closed at this point, but I turned my gaze over at Vol, and I tried to see if he notices my uh, my finishing strike on my side of the battlefield. Is your passive is, what, a 15, Vol? 14. 14? Yeah, you still see that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. hard to miss this tiny little supernova at the front of the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the sun I, and the palm of my hand. <laughs> I don't care if he responds necessarily, but I just wanted to, at the least, make sure that he know I pulled my slack over here. And uh, I'm going to say, uh, for uh, flavor, I'm going to use uh, my uh, movement speed to get off the horse by falling off of it. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to drop to the ground prone. You fall? <laughs> that's going to be my turn. What is the purpose of this falling to the ground prone? For dramatic purposes, of course. What Like, I'm going to look like I... I I did my final so much attack energy. to stop him. Uh, yeah, no, like, ah, uh, okay, it's like and then I drop, heavily, like, sort of thing. Like I just did my final blow. Maybe I'm dead over here. Maybe I'm not. Who's to say? Besides Roger, at this point, okay, he's trying to make a performance at this yeah, point. Yeah, make a performance check. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> but because of that amazing attack and burst of energy, and the fact that you are actually very hurt, you have advantage on the roll. Okay, cool. Uh, it didn't help too much. I got an 11. So it, it's like a, a Mel Gibson like drop from the horse. It's like it, it's more corny than actual serious. Well, you, so it's you don't like, know if you were failed yet. What are your guys' passive insights? So passive, any passive is going to be 10 plus the skill that I say is modifier. So whatever number 15. you normally... 15 for Magdor and for Vol? Uh, 12. 12. Yeah, you both noticed that he's probably not dead, but he's just very hurt and probably looking for a little bit of attention. Yeah, like <laughs> it looked maybe it looked convincing for a second, but they uh, they both see me kind of look up just to make sure everybody knows I did that. It's and like then I, like put my head back down. It's like heads up, seven up, where uh, you completely cheat. You're like somebody come towards me, and yeah. they put your head back down. Or like when a baby is crying for a thing that is not necessary and they're just doing it for attention and they're like uh, uh, and they're just looking to see if anybody notices and nobody is so it's they like, continue the crying <laughs> awesome great job all right roger um the last bandit is gonna go and i'm going to see if he he's sticking around he's steely he has uh got a he's gonna stick around he and try and fight to this to the end. so he is going to try and finish off other goliath friend who has been very stalwart through this fight despite being kind of the focus of most of their attacks How's a 21 look for you? Hit, uh, I mean, miss. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> just miraculously misses. Five? Yeah. Slashing okay. damage? I'll take it. You conscious still? Yeah. How many hit points did you have at level one? Oh, I he mean, healed you. He healed me. That's yeah. right. And you stones endurance. What I did. Good work. Great job, everyone. That's freaking great. Uh, so Bandit attacks yeah, thinking he's going to take you down, but then, you know, you just don't. You just yeah. don't go down, and he's like, "What the hell are you?" And uh, he's gonna try and let's see if. <sighs> oh, oh my God, his resolve coming. has failed him, and he books it. 
off into the forest. Super Saiyan. So Magdor and uh, Magdor and Vol, you both have a chance to use your reaction to make attacks of opportunity against him. Ooh. <laughs> Which Brandon is just immediately a single melee attack. Dice, he's like, mercy. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Just as do I do my bonuses for that? Uh huh. Yep. It's just uh-huh, like I your normal a attack. Then. Great. Yeah, you hit him. Uh, Vol, did you want to hit him or do you want to just let him go? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, is he at full health? Yeah, he hasn't been hit yet. Okay, um, is it okay if I wait oh, for nice. the damage roll from uh, Magdor first? Uh, no. You gotta tell me whether or not you're making the attack before I know, I wanna, you know. Okay, so I'm asking because I want to attack, but I want to wait until I see how much damage to decide which weapon. Oh, no, out? it will be main hand. It'll main be main hand, hand okay, no matter okay, what. Then yeah. does a 24 hit? Oh, yeah. Okay. Really? Huh. Yeah, just, and for the sake of drama, why don't you guys... In roll 20, add that up and decide who's going to tell me how much damage you collectively dealt. Oh, let me do that. It's going to show as a roll again. uh, You can just type it out. Uh, Oh. Okay. Um, That's all you? So, uh, 14. All right, yeah. So he feels steely in the moment, despite his allies going down, makes an attack, sees that he just can't take you down, Vol, and goes, screw this. And just books it, uh, looking out for his own self-interest. And as he does, because uh, you're wielding two short swords and he's got a war hammer. I, yeah, have, pop. I have one hand empty because I dropped my Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you pop his uh, knees once again, Magdor, to the side. And, and Vol comes down and slices right through his neck as his head, as his body was turned sideways and decapitates in front of you. Um, I'm fully watching. And like, that is... Ground, like, I, I gave out the performance. I'm like, Whoa. Combat. You're out he of survived. combat. Yeah. How many hit points did you all have? Um, I have 11 total. I currently have 7. I was down to 3. Okay. I have 13. I, you I did, didn't did get you ever hit get at all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And Roger, what are you at, buddy? Up until the, the very end... I've been edging at two health the entire time. Wow. I just needed to hit once with that crazy dude. (laughs) Like, I was desperate enough to use Unsettling Visage that, uh... Wow. Like, I've been... Like I said, I've been... I I had a whole, like, half a pack of cigarettes with death on this patio and whatnot, but he kept inviting me in. I said, no, I'm good, man. I I got places to go. Uh, All right, so we're out of combat. Uh, But you see your friend on the ground. He is very bloody. I was gonna say... Uh, I put my head back on the ground. Can I walk up to him or waddle up to him? Oh, yeah. Like, now we're all out of combat, so it's whatever you want to do narratively. Yeah. So. Be like, hey, boy, I can heal you once more. Do you want it now or later? Uh, I'd like to perform what appears to be rigor mortis. Oh, they know you're not. It's obvious by what he's saying that he knows you're not a l- you're not dead. So you can make the performance check, but you're going to do a disadvantage. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 16. I am. I rolled a 15. No, the, uh, for this one, since oh. you're watching him, you're actively paying attention. Before, it was just the fact that you noticed him fall oh, off, like you didn't actively look. You can make an insight check and roll it, if you would like. Well, I did it in roll 20, but it was a 13. Okay, yeah. No, it looks like you thought he wasn't... You thought he was messing, but apparently he's just dead. And he's now into rigor mortis, so... Eh, you got, he's your, dead. Your, friend, your friend has died. Do we bury him here, or do we just move on? I'm not paying attention. Oh, yeah, I'm... I, uh, Tying up, uh, unconscious bandits. <laughs> he doesn't even care. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, yeah and then because um, you know he's messing. 
Yeah, and then gathering the bo uh, bodies and tossing them off to the side and then taking anything usable, salvaging. I'm, I'm already well, getting to work. start praying to Moradin here to take his soul and <laughs> bring it into the, the, the great forge of the afterlife. And then I come back and I, I see Magdor digging a, like a, a grave. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck With my are you iron doing, hand, dwarf? Just digging it out. He's my only companion. Yeah, he sounded so, just like me. He said I drank and I looked great. But and despite what you saw before, Vol, it does look like he's dead. He's dead. He's in rigor mortis. Unless you want to make a check to determine otherwise. Give him a kick. Cue the evanescence. You give him a kick. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make that performance check again. Uh, with this oh, advantage. I thought you were gonna make him uh, kick and do damage Ooh, to see if he actually kills no. me. No con saving throw to maintain your like to, to not go. Ugh. To not react. Oh, uh, shit. 22. 22 uh, on a con saving uh, throw with disadvantage? With disadvantage, if oh. you're going to give it to me, uh, an 8. Okay, yeah. I'll, you hear a little bit of... Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit of air comes out of his It's just a gas in my lungs. You know, boy, we've got work to do. Okay, Jesus. Huh. Yeah, and so, Magdor, oh. you see who you thought was previously dead. Just, huh. like, stands up. Huh. I, I rise again. I am the mind freaker. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, I, make it a Chris Angel. <laughs> All right. So and the I'm caravan leader comes up to Vol because Vol had tied up the the living bandits that were unconscious, and he says, "What do you want to do with them? Because uh, we'll, we need to get moving if we're going to keep on schedule. We'll keep moving. We'll take them with us. Um, we were told to bring in any alive if we could." Okay. Um, Great. Um, you're responsible I, for them. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep them in the back. I'll tie them to the horses and I'll lead them. Okay. So wake them up before we set off and then we'll just... Yeah, just... Yeah. So effectively yeah. they have one HP. You have to wait 30 or 40 minutes for them to kind of come to. But uh, they've got one HP and they'll follow behind the horses, you know, okay. kind of bound here, right? Yeah. Bound at the wrists. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do we find anything useful uh, with the bandits? Uh, Yeah. We'll say you find, like... 12 silver pieces. Okay. Total. Um, I don't like using copper if I don't have to. <laughs> so, effectively... No, here it is. Ready for this? Each... If we divide the loot equally, kind of WoW style, mm. yeah, yeah. each one of you mm -hmm. gets 3 silver and 10 copper. Fair? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did want to um, say... Um, I don't know if you took this into account, and I just realized I had this. Uh, my ranger... I have uh, Natural explore, uh, Explorer for Force. Okay. Just yeah, that's yeah. why you guys aren't making uh, survival checks because you okay. can't get lost. You're very familiar with these woods, um, despite the fact that this is a not well traveled road. You guys are fine. I serious the fuck off, and I do look at Megdor and I say, "Meg, uh, yes, could you please hear me? <laughs> please, not please, please." <sighs> I just kind of punch him a little bit, not not like like a fist punch. Push him a little hard, like and uh, we're fine. Take the heal, and I'll heal him for, uh, hold on. Where's my eight? I dropped dead. <laughs> nine, no. nine health. Oh, wow. Are nice. you at full okay. now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm at full health again. Nice. Yeah, um, so you, he pops you in the chest or whatever, but, and you feel, and the cool thing I like about healing magic is that 
it gets rid of the major issues, but there's still like minor bruising and scraping. So you can oh, yeah, still I'm see sore. when someone's been in combat, their muscles are still sore, but there's no life threatening issues going on. But you feel significantly better. Wow. Oh, man. I got to learn how to heal like this. This is great. Wow. We man. Um, and I did want to say it's not that Vol is not concerned. Is that they're still on a job, so there's no time to be horsing around, and he's pretty much used to Roger's antics at this point. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm all set to carry on. Yep. Okay. I uh, I I, I kind of like brush off the dirt, and I I do look at Vol, and I said, I warned you. A plus C equals D, and we were missing the F. A plus F plus We weren't C missing anything D. she told us. We'd be walking to a trap, and we knew that, and we've dealt with it. A plus F plus C. If you take all this fucking crap, that makes you the D, dumbass. And I get back on my horse. I uh, pat him on the shoulder, and I say good job, and then continue back to my horse. <laughs> I'll imagine I, I, guess- I do pause at that, and I, I, like, I don't show my face. And I like I, I sniff and I get back on the horse. Roger uh sitting on the horse and Vol just towering over him, just patting him on the shoulder like this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Arm level. Also, I also like the idea that, you know, since you're at the uh, Vol, you're at the back and Roger you're at the front and Magnar you're in the middle, they have this little interesting altercation sort of thing, and then they make their separate ways and you're just in the middle like I don't know, like, I would assume a little confused about how... Because you haven't spent too much time around them. And so this <laughs> dynamic that they have... Me. This, yeah, this, <laughs> this dynamic they have... Very dysfunctional, basically. It's very interesting, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, great. But the uh, caravan leader makes known that they need to get going and uh, starts the caravan moving forward. They've calmed the horses. Uh, none of them were injured in the process, so they're, you know, you did your job. Um, and... Yay. uh Later that evening, uh, as this was kind of about midday, if I remember correctly, uh, you make your way out of the forest, um, and about an hour into the night, um, the you know the starry sky above you, uh, early fall kind of setting in. Uh, not a lot of clouds, but if they are, they're wispy and high in the sky. And uh, you you make your way into Long Saddle, where uh, there is an inn that's paid for by the um, by the the caravan leader, and he gives you each. Um, keys to a room so you can stay the night and then um, he lets you know that they will be making way back uh, the next day um, in the morning um, as they have a return but it'll be it's not as big of a return because one of the one of the actual carts was paid for and is staying here and there is a little bit of stuff going back but it's going to be much easier on the horses so they can move quicker on the way back um Magdor's going to look at the the uh, caravan leader and say, No, no, keep your room. I'll find somewhere warm for me. It's a blacksmith's forge only for me. So, I mean, what, he'll, one he'll of spend his money hearth. to go sleep near a forge. Uh, <laughs> if he can. Yeah, I'm rolling to see. Yep, you can. You absolutely <laughs> can. I was rolling to see if there was a place. I mean, it's... Like you can find you find a, a blacksmith where the 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 warmth of the the 
of what is it called the um the forge Furnish. the warmth of the forge yeah, itself forge. is actually on the front side of the building and so there's like a bench on a on an overhung porch and you you, you can crash on that bench if you want and you'll be shielded from the elements and you even have a bench to sleep on <laughs> Inspiration point, Magdor. I know it's going to go in the morning, start with an inspiration point, because that's freaking crazy (laughs) and fun. Uh, My character does still technically hear the laughter of uh, Crazy Dave and his sparklers, uh, at least in my head. You know, that's how uh, he got portrayed to me out of my paranoia. (laughs) Uh, I do try to stay the night with uh, Invul's room. Okay. I I do. I like I. And normally uh, I'm funny and whatnot. I'm goofing off. I, I like I knock on the door and I just give him like a serious but silent look. I've got the prisoners so in my room, and I'm kind of like half asleep, half guarding, um, because I can't remember. Uh, did she ask? Did Algira ask to bring the prisoners? Like if we could capture any back to her? Mm-hmm. They would okay. like to uh, bring them to justice within the court system. Okay, so the plan as well I would as have, get information. Right. So the plan I would have likely made. Um, mm-hmm. would be to take them in the last va- uh, wagon back with all of us. Uh, so I'm keeping guard. Okay. Uh, though you can't, if you stay awake all night, you will gain a level of exhaustion. So if you do this by yourself, you are going to suffer some negative consequences. I'll let uh, Roger rest up first and then make him, force him to do a shift with me. So I would have so met- he Just make sure then when I do knock, you do let me in just yes. for the uh, yeah. sake of guard duty. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, I'm I'm shook. Like now that everything's settled down and whatnot. Like I tr- I tried doing the whole repression thing to shake off the the spookiness there at the end of the fight. But uh, by the time I get to the house, like or uh, that ha- tavern room, I'm I'm still like a little shaken. And uh, I kind of lean against the wall and I find like a nice soft spot against uh, where I, wherever I can find it in the room. Uh, I avoid the bed actively for uh, particular reasons and. Uh, I do not care if these guys see me at this point because I did reveal myself to them, <laughs> and I do I do pop the bra at this point, and I revert back to uh, my changeling form. Awesome. And I pull out the dagger and I go, well, well, well. Well, if we're gonna play guard, on, I'll go first. They both kind of like look at you, and they're like, "What?" are you do you want to die and uh, like i uh, pull out uh, the dagger you weirdo um where are your pupils why don't you have a nose why is your skin gray what are you i gag them yeah lucky i don't have my death eaters okay um and i tie up their legs as well um before i gag them i i take out the gag again give them some water to drink and then gag them because i'm not inhumane he spits it in your face um I, I give him a backhanded punch Bull. and knock him unconscious and then gag him again. Cool. We said we had to take him back alive. They're not going to count the toes. And as I kind of like shake the dagger a little bit. Are they tied to each other like back to back? No, separately. Uh, separately? That's, yes. Let's say separately, but their legs and arms are bound. The other one's like, I'll take some water. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. I'm not going to spit it at you. And he like receives it. And, and he's then like, I sorry, but my well. friend, he's an idiot. And then I uh, may I, I cast men- uh, message to him, mm-hmm. uh, and I say, "Choose your words wisely, friend." What were you going to say? My friend's an idiot. Yes, he is. Uh, I say that out loud because I can only. Uh, I- I'm not going to recast it. Uh, so, Bull just hears me. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I could keep casting it, but just for that one spell cast, I'll just say it out loud, and I say, yes, he is. Uh, and he just nods. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I look around this room. Is oh, What is there for blankets and pillows? Um, not much. It's pretty simple. There's a, like, a, like a light quilt uh, and a single sheet on top of, you know, you know, there's two sheets and a basic quilt with one pillow on the twin size bed. All right. Uh, would you say that I was in my room initially and I grabbed my own pillow and blanket then? Uh, yeah, and if you I want to, have brought over, those like, over. Child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. Uh, I was that. the child that went over to my parents' room. But you remember, you also have uh, a, you, have, you also have a bedroll within the context of your traveling stuff. So if you want to bring your bedroll and use that with the blanket and stuff, you can use that as well. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, the blanket and pillow that I had with me, and uh, I'm going to, out of compassion. Uh, throw the blanket over the friendlier person that we defeated and uh, fluff up a pillow behind him. And he kind and of I goes, say, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, No problem. Uh, I always believe in uh, proper treatment before the execution. And uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. pull out the uh, the bedroll <laughs> and throw it next to the bed and uh, lie down. And I say, the only pillow I need is the comfort of the traveler. Mm -hmm. And I... Uh, <laughs> Out of my sleep, I backhand him <laughs> as well and knock him unconscious. Shut the fuck up. I was gonna... Okay, now that's okay. I start staring at the dagger and I start, you know, uh, kind of, like, mumbling to it a little bit. So who's taking first watch on these? Uh, Roger. Yeah, I, I did say I would, so I'm gonna roll over and uh, I'm gonna have the dagger in hand. Like, I'm half meditating. It, it's not even anything that's ceremonious, but... Yeah, I'm keeping a lookout at these uh, these goons sitting in the corner, bound and gagged. One a little bit more comfortable. One's like getting the uh, the Holiday Inn treatment. The other one's getting the uh, uh, Brandon. What's the name of a terrible hotel that we probably won't get any kind of uh, advertising revenue from? Motel Six. Motel Six. The other one's getting the Motel Six. Treatment. I'm staying at a Motel Six at TwitchCon. <laughs> Motel Six for all your cockroach needs. Uh, oh no. So yeah, there we get sued for slander. Roll for slander. Uh, I'm going to roll a deception here. I'm just kidding. Oh, they're uh, great. I love Motel really 6. Just, I rolled a 21 in deception, so uh, yeah. Yeah, Motel 6, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I do watch. Well, uh, I just wanted to make it a prominent point. I do have a dagger. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Fuck. Uh, a 10. A 10? Great. Yeah. Yes. Um lower middling success yeah so you uh sit there watching and neither of them look like they're particularly you know like when you knock someone out it takes you know between you know a few minutes to several hours for them to wake up and uh neither of them look like they've woken up but then you see at some point you see despite the fact that they don't look like they've woken up um the one who was kind of mouthing off uh not the nice one quote unquote um looks like his hands are moving as if he's trying to mess with his bindings about two hours into your watch. Absolutely. And I uh, I do cast a message and say, if I see your hands move again, I'm going to start cutting fingers and maybe you'll be able to escape from the bonds a little bit easier, but then Bull's going to have fun with you. And his hands feel great. And you see his eyes, he looked previously, he looked asleep, and he opens his eyes and looks in your direction and just like, you can tell that his eyes are a little wider, and he just, like, nods slowly, as if he understands and he will stop what he is doing. 
Um, but the rest of your shift goes off without uh, a hitch. Inspiration point when you wake up in the morning. That was awesome. Um, and after a few more hours, uh, they don't move. Uh, but at, at the end of your shift, the other one does seem to stir a little bit. Uh, but he is he's moved from being unconscious to just being asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a pillow and a blanket. He's feeling good. Um, but yeah, uh, Vol, you, uh, you wake to see uh, your young friend diligently watching, um, kind of spinning and playing with that dagger. It's your turn to rest, boy. Uh, like, uh, maybe the moment I felt uh, Vol get up, I start getting glassy-eyed, and it might take uh, him a second, but I already fell asleep with my eyes open. And he like he gives me like a little poke, and I just kind of fall backwards, and you know, I fall asleep. Do you, like, you I, don't I, fall I don't asleep give... when he pushes you over? Oh, wait, what? No, you, he <laughs> like, means he was he said like he in poked... a sitting uh, sitting position, and he'd already fallen asleep by the time I told him that he could. And so I poked to check if he'd actually fallen asleep, and he just falls over asleep, like he was. Yeah. He has oh, so you back. just you just stay asleep when yeah. you say, <laughs> yeah, I, I fall asleep right into my uh, cushion roll. That Great. Uh, yep, awesome. Uh, and, oh, and the the dagger, of course, uh, falls safely to the side. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the night goes off without a hitch. Damage. Too you, uh, uh, Vol, you watch them. Uh, you don't, you know, know why, but one of them does seem as though he stirs. The one that you had had to kind of initially, you know, mess up. But when he opens his eyes out of his sleep, he sees you awake, staring at them, and kind of like I just imagine in the darkness, just a glint of the moonlight in his eyes, and he, he's just like, he's like Drax. Not moving, just watching. And he's watching. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. The the, the um, imagery is true. Uh, yeah, especially because I think my uh, what did I say? My eyes are green. And it was just in the dark. His green eyes is looking at them. Um, I was yeah. gonna start. I was pl- gonna plan on starting, or at least Vol was uh, start packing up the the wagon. Um, okay. And considering I'm a Goliath, I'm just gonna hoist both of them on my shoulders, and I'm just gonna walk them out. Let Roger kind of rest. Uh, pass awesome. them onto the wagon and start and just wait by like I figured it'd be easier to guard them outside now sure yeah towards the end of your rest yeah yeah towards the end of your rest you know that the you can see the dim light of the sun starting to peek up over the horizon you know that it's about time everyone's going to start waking up you wanted to get a head start easier to guard them outside they won't be in the way when you're starting to load up the, they're, they're starting to load up the wagons but what's up for uh, Magdor in the morning when the forge fires up and he Wakes up to the ringing of hammers and everything. Kind of wakes up with a little smile on his face, reminded him home, and it kind of reminds him of why he uh, had to leave on his journey here. So he, he's going to walk into the blacksmith, or I don't know if it's a building or just a little hut, but talk to whoever is working oh, on there. it's locked currently because it's not open. Oh, well, he's going to knock on the door then. Okay. Yeah, you it's- see um, a stout dwarf kind of like peek his head through the window. Um, and he's wearing like the you know the traditional blacksmith's apron. Um, he looks a little sooty already, as if he's been working for a few hours. And he says, "What do you need?" Uh, I, I was wondering if you heard anything about any rare metals coming in this area. Ah, uh, no, further in the hills, yes, but here it's pretty common stuff, mostly iron, copper, that sort of stuff. All right, that's Silver. all I need. Get back yeah. to work. And I okay. Just walk away. That's friendly, co- uh, friendly dwarven talk, I'm sure. Keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you uh, you you uh, step away from the black blacksmith, which was just across the street. 
Um, and if you imagine Long Saddle is kind of like uh, like an old western town. It's a little hillier here than it would have been in the old west, but very similar in um, the fact that it is all desertous and there's not a lot of heavy foliage. And if there is, it's very grit, you know, it's very brown it, it or it's a cactus, some sort of succulent. Um, but yeah, you head over and you see uh, you see Vol loading up the two prisoners up onto the cart um, and the the rest of the, the wagon train is beginning to uh, load up. The, the the three remaining wagons that are going to come back with a small amount of stuff. And Roger, you hear the sounds of uh, voices. They wake you up uh, from below outside. And Vol and the prisoners are not there when you wake up. I, uh, I don't see, like, I wake up and I look, like, intense for a second, but I don't see any signs of, like, a, a fight or blood or anything. So yeah. I only assume that Vol does what Vol does. And I just kind of go, hmm. Another beautiful day for old Roger. And I uh, I slowly shift into default character number one since we are in a new town. It'll look kind of odd for maybe the tavern folk. Or he just won't recognize me. And uh, I'm going to take a glance out the window and see if I see where uh, my partner is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You see uh, Magdor walking up to the cart where both of the prisoners are sitting kind of like on, you know, for lack of a better term, like, you know, on a truck when they lower the bed, you know, the the little the little thing that opens up the back. Um, yeah, tailgate. they're sitting on that. They're sitting on the tailgate. And uh, thank you for that. And uh, it looks like they're, they've about loaded up the, the wagons, uh, but they're all outside and should be able to depart within a few minutes. Would you say uh, they are from me? Oh, like 50 feet. Just out the window <laughs> and down the floor. All right. Uh, I'm just going to message to uh, Roger and say... Are we ready to go soon? You're going to message, you message yourself? yourself? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to message Vol. Uh, well, I asked myself. <laughs> you hear your own now? voice. You're like, are you ready ah, to go soon? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I forgot the... Oh, oh, Let's not, we only talk to each other on Saturday. Let's have the communion later. Uh, <laughs> and then I recast message at Vol. Hey, Vol did it once, and it was funny last time, so I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll ask the same question to him. Uh, so he just hears uh, me just, you know, excuse me, out of the blue, just random talking saying, hey, are we, are we leaving soon? Yes. 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 <laughs> you turn your head <laughs> like a little answer. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, but it's yes. quiet. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Then four. I'll be done there as soon as I can. And uh, I'll begin uh, patching, packaging up our uh, the stuff that's left in there and uh, getting it ready to depart. Making sure you don't leave anything in the hotel room. Right. <laughs> I'm going to... In my walking up to fall, I'm going to be... So what are we doing with these two? Are we having someone watch them, or are we just going to let them do their own thing? Well, um, Algiro wanted some prisoners back. Uh, we'll maintain the same formation, but it's going to be easier mm-hmm. now, because it's just the one vag- uh, mm-hmm. wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is, uh, the, this is the less jerky one who's trying to talk to you, but he's still gagged. Um, well, you got him gagged now. Yeah, afraid of what they're going to say. <laughs> Let's see what this one has to say. This one was the nicer one. I need to yeah, gag out? Gag. Okay, okay. He says, ah, sorry. Um, no, I don't. Uh, we we can't be brought back. They're, they'll kill us. Well, um, you've it's been... It's only felonious assault. I'm not here, though. You've been stealing supplies, or so we've been told. Yeah, I mean, we gotta survive. That's fair, but we've got a job to do. We used to be members of the guild, like the Traders Guild, the Merchants Guild. We're all 
people who have been screwed by Neverwinter, and we've got to survive somehow. What are you talking about? Oh, man, I think you've been brought into something that you don't understand. Eh, there's nothing we're not, suspicious here. We're not bad tell guys. Me that, that fucking boy was right. Oh, my goodness. Um, we're not bad guys. You hear, sh- you hear said boy shouting from inside, What do you mean? I'm, what do you mean there's no continental breakfast? What is this shit? <laughs> and the other guy who was a dick. You hear him go, punch him out. And uh, he's at full health, so you're gonna have to punch him for a while. Okay. <laughs> you, I'll, you, I'll just stand. In in the middle of the streets, you punch a person who's not been brought to trial seven or eight times until he's unconscious. No. Oh, I missed that time. Um, I, I, what are you doing? I would. Uh, no, I give him a light thump. Hopefully, that gets him to stop talking. Um, I half draw my sword. <laughs> He's not afraid of you, Vol. As I uh, joined the phrase, like, didn't you hear his cocky ass earlier? Although he does apparently like his fingers, and also he has a thing for choking. All right, enough. Um, and the nicer guy says, "Sorry, he's just hot-headed, but he's not a bad guy." Do I see any of the uh, members from the carav- uh, caravan around? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're there for this whole thing. Okay. Um, I regag the nice guy. Okay. Um, and then I let the caravan leader know, like, we're ready to go. Um, uh, Magdor, you're gonna pull up the front. Roger, you're gonna sit at the back <gasps> with me. And uh, when Roger, have I ever you... gone to the front? I can barely Burn. see over the horse's neck. First time for that everything. That was your first mission with us. I was say this is only two. We're trying to rotate. And Roger, you you've you've come out now though, yeah. You are out there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I said, I walked out the moment I like I heard hit, uh, Vol trying to trash talk the hot-headed one. Okay. And I, you know, Got it. So yeah, I joined the fray at this point with my uh, bag, which I assume I can throw my uh, my bedroll into one of the caravans mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, you just toss it in a wagon. Yeah. Or attach it to the horse, whatever you yeah. know, the one that. However something. you want it to narratively work is fine. I open up my bag of holding I found under the bed uh, <laughs> over in Vol's room and just threw it in. Um, before we <laughs> no no okay. Yeah, before we set off, um, I would imagine that we're we're still holding on to like some of the things that we got from the bandits. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the daggers, if if any of the bandits had a dagger, uh, I'm gonna give that back to the nice bandit. Yeah, you're able to find th- three salvageable daggers from okay. them. I give the nice bandit one dagger, and okay. very quietly, I tell him to not do anything stupid and wait for my signal. And he looks a little confused. Fuck the, uh, fuck the mean do one. Do anybody but... else see this? What? Uh, like, do I see this? Uh, what's your passive perception? Uh, an 11. Like, I was right next to Vol. Oh, here. I, I Make say, a do sleight I of hand, Vol. <sighs> so if, if, if it's an 11 or less, you will notice. I rolled an 18. Uh, yeah, apparently I was looking around. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I rolled an 18. What was that, Vol? Great, yeah, that you don't see it. Yeah, I was just looking at the sky saying, man, it's great to have these two prisoners. I mean, it's nice to have these two prisoners. And, yeah, you know, I, I look at the, the nice one uh, who, you know, just kind of like shimmies looks around like uh, he as he gets handed the dagger. He's like, it's a good thing you guys are cooperative and uh, you don't want to run away. Otherwise, uh, there'd be you know, disastrous consequences. But thankfully, we're all lie-abiding. <laughs> the, the the guys just not Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's like, Vol here is going to take care of you. And uh, as long as everybody's good, 
everything will work out just fine. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, Vol? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I cast message message to the guy. Going, and I was like, "What the fuck do you say about my mother? Aren't you? Are you? A, are you a different guy? Why does your? How? How are you different? Different? How? How am I different? You look different. I look, yeah, I shaved. And your skin's a different color. It's only like one pixel off. What's a pixel? Like a pixie? Yeah, yeah, the shade of pixie determines the, the color of the skin. Great, great. Uh, awesome. I'm going to say, uh, you can have me roll a deception if you want. No, you're fine. It, it, it's me, Roger. I, you know, I, I didn't oh, get enough uh, moonlight. Uh, for some reason, I sound like Stan Smith now. You look like a different guy. That's cool. You can do that, huh? What are you talking about? I'm just me. But you is fluid. Enough. We need to set up. pretty well. Awesome. We just see we're whispering to each other. Like yeah, but you're whispering, like a, right? So I could see that you're. Yeah, you, you see so I figures you're talking. You, you one see of his his rag keeps wiggling, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, mouth mouth and and. Uh, Great, awesome. I, um, I do look up at Vol, and I would like to whisper to him out loud, saying, "If they know, I'm gonna make sure they don't know." I don't have time for your riddles, boy. I'm going to kill them tonight. All right, you two, let's get this train a going. I yell from the front. Choo choo, choo choo, choo. Awesome. So you uh, make way, um, and this journey is significantly faster, both because you have a, uh, your caravan leader has a much better idea of where you're going, uh, because he had never taken the show before, and uh, it's less horses, less weight, um, and you're able to make it a straight one day journey, um, and it is uneventful, and you arrive back in Neverwinter in the evening. Nice. Um, and do what do you do once you arrive? Uh, as you you know, leave the caravan there. Do you what do you do? Want, what do you want to do with the prisoners? That sort of thing. I take charge of the prisoners, um, and then I take them back to my place. I look at my clock, my watch, and I go, "Wow, it's actually pretty late." It is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Magdor. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go back to my place as well, near the blacksmith shop. There. Awesome. Um. So. As you uh, each kind of settle down for the night, um, uh, Vol, you looking after the prisoners, and each of you kind of, uh, you know, trying to figure out how much more coin you're going to get, um, you hear a, uh, like a tap on the window, because uh, each one of you have some sort of window leading out, um, and you see a raven with a, a small pouch on its leg. I let die. Already? I, Let's say I ready fireball as <laughs> usual. Firebolt, you don't open the window? I open the window, take the pouch, and close the window. It's a messenger raven, so the raven just like hops in and like jumps and like if you put your hand out, they would jump on your hand. Um I, I only trust crows, I don't trust ravens. What about you, Magdor? My my window's open, so Yeah, he hops he, in, lands yeah. next to you. Uh and there's a little pouch and a small piece of parchment tied to it each one of their legs. I'll take both of them and fall back asleep. Do you read uh, the, <laughs> the parchment? I'm tired. It was okay. a long journey. Okay. I, I read the what parchment. About you? I, okay. I, I, say, I point at the window cell. You say, you leave it there. I'll open it, and then I'll take it. But if you're there, I'm here. All right. Like, so I, this I, is like, perfect. I, because only one of you is interacting with this. Me a 2L away. <laughs> Only one of you is interacting with this immediately. So, Vol, you open up the parchment, and it says, Adventurer, 
you've what you've done well and i would love to give you a job with a little more responsibility and thus pay and clout if you could please meet algira at the beach leviathan on tomorrow's evening for dinner and she will give you another job also let me know at like also she will let you know who you're working for Please do myself and her the courtesy of being there on time so we may continue our working relationship. Cordially yours, a friend. And inside of this tiny bag, do you reach into it? Yes, yes, I do. Awesome. You reach inside of this tiny bag, and what you do is you find a uh, a set of boots that you pull out of what is a tiny extra-dimensional space. Um, and these boots look of very, very nice elven make. Uh, they are like a deep forest green, and you recognize them as boots of elven kind. And uh, since you guys nice. went to bed and one of you is scared of ravens, uh, we will <laughs> call it there as uh, next time we start, uh, we will begin the day that you are set to meet your mysterious benefactor and uh, find out a little more about what's going on here in Neverwinter. Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th. So L-R-T-H-E-E-L-E-V-E-N-T-H. So it's everything spelled out. All right. Find me on Twitter at uh, Glenn Houston on, and on Twitch at Razeth. And I don't have anywhere you can find me, so don't at me. But it'll be <laughs> there eventually. All right, Tyler. Go ahead and send us out for this week we are a part of casual master quest a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve you can find the show everywhere you can google and on twitter at master quest pod glenn is a part of a sister DD show called ready to roll where you can find more of his and other talented players as they continue their quest in the forgotten archipelago that was nick that was brandon that was glenn and this is tyler We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye bye Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Additional Creative Commons licensed music in this episode is Gemno Pidiano, Suena Torre de Lucio, At Rest, Gathering Darkness, and Careful by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more of his work at incomputech.filmmusic.io.